Hello, welcome back to Unseeded. This is the last of our dailies of uh, Roland Garros because uh, tomorrow we are going back to London and away from the lovely Roland Garros tomorrow morning. So yeah, this episode might be a little bit later than all our previous daily episodes just because, you know, like getting on the Eurostar is a bit of a faff, especially coming from France. Um, and also you'll notice that the um, the voice of the person I'm recording with has changed. Hello. It's Fur, if you remember her. Yeah. <laughs> if you remember what she sounds like. How could they forget? Yeah. Um, so obviously I've seen a lot of tennis. Yeah. Uh, have you? Have you seen anything? No. I think you've you've seen enough for both of us. Okay, good. You're sounding like a really dedicated host of a tennis podcast. Yeah. Um, I have I have heard about like all the controversy with the handshakes and stuff. So I've read a bit about that. But the handshakes not controversy though, because like we all knew it was going to happen. Well, yeah, but they're they're still like making a big deal out of it. I know. But like the they keep the... asking questions in the press. And also, conference. the French crowd will just boo anything. Yeah, I mean, you... still not nice. No, um, I think the biggest controversy so far anyway, did you hear what happened in the doubles match yesterday? No. So basically one of the doubles players, the, the, the opponent was uh, Sara Sabrimas, Tormo and Marie Buskova. And okay. the, the opponent had uh, hit the ball down the other end of the court because obviously... Do you know how you do that for like um, to give it to ball girls and ball boys and stuff? Mm-hmm. And she accidentally overhit it and hit it into the ball girl, not at like extreme yeah. pace or anything, but yeah. obviously she got a warning, which was like fair enough. But then Cerebres Tormo and Buzkova campaigned with the umpire and supervisor to get the opponent disqualified. Oh. And then the opponent got disqualified. What? Yeah. What for? For that? For hitting? Yeah, which is mad because I don't mm. think I've ever seen a player campaign to an umpire and get their way. Yeah. Especially after they've made a decision already. Like if they said, this is a warning, then that's it. Yeah, it was it was bizarre. Obviously... Uh, Buzkova and Cerebos Tormo came under criticism and I think fairly enough because if you're yeah. campaigning for players to get disqualified then you're clearly not that confident that you can beat them yourself yeah and also what a way to win the match like you didn't even win you just <laughs> prevailed yeah. but yeah I mean to be fair Cerebos Tormo was back on court stay in singles that was on Long Glen, which I think they definitely got people on Long Glen today have definitely got their money's worth. Because even though Sviontek's match finished quite quickly um, with the retirement, Sviontek matches have been finishing quite quickly anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, the, the, on Long Glen today, which for those who are unaware that haven't been to the French Open, cough, cough, uh, <laughs> um, Long Glen is the second court. Yeah, just just so you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, it was a mad start. On uh, So the first match was Haddad Meyer against Cerebes Tormo, and that match lasted three hours and 51 minutes. God. 
I believe had Amaya saved a match point in there and she went on to win. And I mean, to be fair, on that match point that Cerebus Tormo had, she made what must be like the maddest shot decision I think I've ever seen. Um, and then after that, it was Rune v Sarundalo, which Rune won, but it had to go to a fifth set tie break, winning 10 7, I believe. Gosh. Yeah. So it was quite a good day to be on Longlin. But we weren't on Longlin, we were on Chatria. First up, we had Joubert v. Bernarda Perra. There was one hold of serve between both players in the first set. Mm-hmm. Takeaways from that match is something that we all know, all already know, which is uh, Anjabur loves a drop shot. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing new. No. Uh, so she's now reached the quarterfinals of all four slams, which is nice. Mm. Yeah. Um, yet to win one, but she did say in a press conference the other day that if she doesn't win one, that's fine. She'll just have a daughter and make her win Wimbledon instead. (laughs) That'd be nice to see, actually. (laughs) Uh, And then, yeah, so it's Jabir against Haddad Meyer next. I would see Jabir as the favourite. And, oh, yeah, both of you put Jabir in your quarterfinals. Yeah. I didn't. Huh. I had Serana Castella on that side in that quarter coming through. And she went out in the first round. <laughs> well, to be fair, I had Medvedev. <laughs> he went out in the first round. Yeah. Did we all have Medvedev? We all had Medvedev. Oh, at gosh. some point in there. Both of us hired him in the final, didn't we? No, you had, you had Sinner. Both of you had Sinner in the final. Yeah. That's slightly better pick than Medvedev. Yeah, he's still out. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, so next we saw Rudy against uh, Nicholas Shari. Uh, I predicted uh, Nicholas Shari to win that one. And something that me and Dennis have discovered on this holiday is that whoever I seem to predict will then immediately lose. Oh, gosh. I've, I've, I'm a bit of a curse upon players. Oh, no. Yeah, so... I, I mean, Jarry as well is not a particularly good front runner. He had the lead many times and then didn't win a set. Hmm. But he did have a lot of support, which was nice. Um, but then, yeah, that's Rude v Rune next, which, if you remember that from last year, that was quite a good match, quite spicy. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. No, it was like, there's just a lot of fireworks. It was quite a long match. No. Yeah. So hopefully we get a repeat of that. We want some drama, some excitement. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then finally we watched uh, Goff against Schmiedelofa. I don't know if you know, but me and Dennis had a lengthy discussion about Goff's forehand on a previous episode. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, Goff was looking very good today. Um, She's been playing very solid. Yeah, she has been fairly solid. Her movement was is always, as ever, very, very good. Um, she did go on a run where I believe she dropped three of, of four of her service games in this little run um, because she failed to serve for the first set a couple of times. Finally did it. And then, yeah, uh, 
dropped her next service game at the start of the set. I think uh, that's the furthest Shmida Lova's got in a slam. I've got to say, she did give a good account of herself in this match. It wasn't like she got breezed aside or anything. And she's got a good backhand of her own, I thought. Yeah. And also, Shmida Lova I was a fan of because she was one of the players that I briefly saw on Court 14, which I don't know if you've heard, is one of my favourite courts in the world. <laughs> it's I amazing. think you mentioned it. Yeah, Court 14 is great. My favourite court is Simone Machia, though. Anything else that happened today? I've already mentioned Suzanne Oglin. I believe Echeverry against Nishioka is still happening. And I believe that the night session match between Zverev and Dimitrov is still happening. But it's not mm-hmm. looking good. Oh, no, Zverev has oh. won. He won 6-1, I predicted <laughs> Dimitrov to win, so obviously that didn't happen. And Echeverry oh. has won 7-6, love 6-1. So, yeah. I mean, that was a good late night session on Long Glen if you had those tickets. But yeah, have you had any thoughts of the French Open? I kept thinking, who, who, what are you talking about when you said Echeverry? Echeverry. <laughs> oh, sorry, is my, my pronunciation wrong? <laughs> well, I don't know. I would say Echeverry. He's Argentinian. Well, okay. But, you know, Argentinians have, like, wild origins, so I don't know. Well, I said Serundolo earlier. Well, well is, how's that pronounced? Serundolo, yeah. Okay, is that all right? How did you say? Serundolo. That's closer, yeah? It's close, okay. That's okay. Um, <laughs> it's close enough, yeah. Close enough. What about Jarry? It's J-A-R-R-Y. He's Chilean. Yeah, I think you would just say Jarry. Jarry, Okay. Jarry. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Try it, Rob. Yep. This is why we need you on the French Open podcast, just to correct our pronunciations. Yeah, well, lots of Latin Americans pulling through. I love to see it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I became a big fan of a, a Latin American. I messaged you. It was like watching you play. It was a yeah. Black, black tennis dress, bubble up, pure drive. Latin American. Yeah, she lost, didn't she? <laughs> she lost in the second round. Oh, gosh. I made sure to go and see her in the second round because I watched the first round match and it was like, it was, I watched that first set because Sitsipas was on Long Glen at the time and I've already seen Sitsipas before, but I did then go and watch Sitsipas, of course. But Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I've just sort of come to the realisation that a lot of my favourite tennis players just aren't that good. Because all the people I want to win things don't end up winning them. <laughs> I got very much let down by Bianca Andreescu when I left uh, Long Glen to go watch her on Simone Mattia the other day. And she lost very comprehensively to Serenko. Yeah, you made some wild predictions about Leila Fernandez as well. She went on a run last year. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but she hasn't been on a run since then. The thing is... I. I knew that there was going to be, like, a madly open half of the draw. Yeah. And, I mean, to be fair, other than Sviontek and Sabalenka, it's actually a pretty open draw. I think you already lost the women's prediction. Oh, wait, no. 
Yeah, no, I've already said Rybakina, which, to be fair, she didn't go out playing tennis. She only, I couldn't have predicted that she was going to get ill. <laughs> well, you should have. No, I can't do that. I predicted Rybakina, which and I think actually, is a fair Denny's already lost the men's side, because he's at Sinner. Mm. Yeah, I know, but surely we have to do, like, overall predictions as well, like, how accurate we were with, like, the quarterfinals, and not just the finalists. Well, I think we all we all were pretty spot on with Sviatek Goff. Yeah, so we all got Sviatek Goff. Dennis had Tatiana Maria and Anjabur. Anjabur is through. You had Rabatkina Jabur. So you both got Jabur. I had Rabatkina Kastea, which, yeah. <laughs> which is not <laughs> happening, yeah. <laughs> then you've got Sakari Samsonova from Dennis, and then yeah. Sakari Pagula from you, and I had Fernandez Pagula, so yeah, all of them are wrong. <laughs> and then I've got, and then we've got Ostapenko Sabalenka, Garcia Sabalenka. Garcia Zhong Chin Wen. Well, we got Savalinka, right? <laughs> yeah, but I decided to predict Zhong Chin Wen was making the final. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then on, on the men's side, so we all had Carlos Alcaraz reaching at least the final. Yeah. Alcaraz Tsitsipas is spot on. Yeah, for me and you, but Dennis had Alcaraz, Ojo, Aliasin. I was going to put Ojo, Aliasin, actually, but then I was like, no, you've made this mistake before. Yeah, you've been burned by Ojo, Aliasin. Yeah, I can can never trust him again. Yeah, what did you predict him to win this year? Was it Madrid? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Madrid or Barcelona, I don't remember. Yeah, then uh, the other quarterfinals, Djokovic, Rublev, Djokovic, Rublev, Djokovic, Rublev. Yeah, <laughs> well, half of it. Yeah. It is uh, It is a Russian, so... Yeah, quarterfinal three, Baez, Rude, uh, Rune, Paul, and then I've got it right with Rune, Rude. Oh, yeah, you got it right. Yeah. yeah. And then finally, we all had Yannick Sinner against Daniel Medvedev <laughs> <laughs> in the final quarterfinal. No, what if Zverev actually surprises us and it wins this? Well, as he was telling everyone that he's last year's Brown and Garros yeah, champion, isn't he? Basically had it. Basically already. won it already, yeah. To I be mean, fair, we haven't done that bad. I don't know. We've got a few that are just like... Happen. I have one of each in almost all of them, except for Sinner Medvedev and Sakari Pegula. I've got absolutely none from the bottom half of the women's draw. Yeah. I've actually only got two in the women's draw at the quarterfinal stage, which is Sviantek Goff. Oh, yeah. I have four. Yeah. So we've done badly. Because what are the actual quarterfinals? We do have Alcaraz Sitsipas. We've got Djokovic... Hatchinov, we have got Rune Rude, and we've got Zverev against, um, you say his name. <laughs> and then in the women's quarterfinals, we have obviously uh, Sviantek against Goff. Uh, we have Hadad Meyer against Shabur. We've also got Mukova against Pavlyuchenkova and Svitolina against Sabalenka. 
And to be fair, I don't think anyone was predicting that run for in, from Alina Svitolina in her first slam back. Yeah, that's been wild. But I'm I mean, good for her. Yeah, I mean, and it's going to be a, a a tasty affair, I think, between her and uh, Sabalenka tomorrow or today yeah. <laughs> or earlier today. Who knows when this is coming out? <laughs> Whatever it happens. I mean, this is our first ever time doing predictions, and I think I've learned that with predictions, I need to just not pick players that I like, and I need to pick players that I actually think will do well. Well, I mean, you say that, but, you know, Wall chose Medvedev for his mm. reliability <laughs> and Sinner. Oh, we were, we were on Shatria when he got knocked out by Saboth Wild. Oh, gosh. Was that sad? It was it was a bizarre experience because it was a full five setter, and yeah. there was one moment where Medvedev got into an argument over a, a line call, and the umpire was standing there, and then uh, everyone was like, the whole of Shatria was booing Medvedev, and Medvedev appeared to be talking to the crowd, telling them not to boo the umpire. <laughs> He really loves being booed. Yeah, he's he very much has the sort of pantomime villain approach. I feel um, like he does it on purpose sometimes. Yeah, I mean, some people feel motivated by it, I suppose. By um, hate. That, I mean, that was one of the highlights, I think, of, of the tournament for us, is being on there for that mad upset. Because mm. who would have uh, predicted Tiago Saboff Wild? to get to the third round. Yeah. Um, that was a wild one. But yeah, other things that we saw, which we thought were notable, notable um, I saw at least bits of all three of Mira Andreva's matches on her run at her debut slam to the third round. Oh yeah, she did very well. Yeah, we saw her absolutely like take apart Alison Risk. Hmm. Uh, we then I then saw her absolutely take apart Diane Parry, which I should mention Diane Parry because I made a point of going to see Diane Parry because I remember her last year at Roland Garros. She had a um, well, she's got this lovely one hander, which mm-hmm. is obviously very rare on the, on the women's tour. Yeah. So I made a point of going to watch her, and I thought, oh, it's a match up against Mira Andreva. This should be fun. I've I've become a bit of a curse on Diane Parry. I fear. Because I saw her lose in the singles draw. I was then there when she lost in the mixed doubles. And (laughs) earlier today, I was on Court Simo Machia and I watched her lose uh, the women's doubles. Jesus, yeah. You should just stop watching her. Yeah, I've I've watched her three times now and she's lost all all of them, um, which is not good. Other things, we were there for Gail Monfils. Beating Sebastian Baez. Oh, yeah. I was I was up in the heavens. Dennis had uh, bought himself a box seat, and he was sitting with the uh, the creme de la creme of French society. <laughs> How was that? I think he had a good time. I also had a great time up in the up in the heavens with with the with the real people. <laughs> yeah. With, with the plebs. art workers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Singing Lamar, I mean, I wasn't singing Lamar's case because I 
don't know how to sing it, but everyone else was. It was great. Um, and yeah, yeah, I saw also, the video. And also, I was in the stands watching it when Casakina uh, pulled off what I think is still shot of the tournament so far, which was a tweener passing shot. That was some of the highlights for others. Um, one thing I was going to ask, going back to predictions, I thought I'd do a um, uh, a free pass to allow people to change their finalists. Why? Did you choose someone who's already been disqualified? Yeah, no, sorry. What do you mean, no, sorry? Uh, a free press pass to predict a champion. No, so just redo the finalists. Like, I'm not going to, like, put a post up or anything, so it's not official. But if now you can just say who you think will be in the final, given what we've actually seen, who do you think it would be? Well, I still... Women's side, I still think it will be Sviatek. I, I still I still think my final holds on. I still think it's Sviatek Savalenka. Okay. Uh, who would you put in the final instead of Yannick Sinner? That's even harder. I'm gonna go with Rune. Fair enough. That's what I would say as well. Alcaraz Rune. And I think that's what Dennis said as well. I think we're all going for an Alcaraz Rune final, right? Yeah. But yeah, uh, I, I completely need to change my uh, my women's final. <laughs> so I, I, am, I am putting Sviontek in the final now. Yeah. It, the only reason I saw her, no, her no, the only reason I saw her not get into the final was because permitting injury or illness, I saw Rabatkina get into the semi final and I just pictured Rabatkina beating her because she's beaten her every other time this year. You 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 had a lot of trust in Rabatkina. I did have a lot of trust in Rabatkina because when she's been able to play, she has been really consistent this year. <laughs> Honestly, who knew she was gonna get ill? And there's then, no reason to get mad. Yeah, and then obviously on in the other half, I had Zheng Qinwen getting through to the final. But genuinely, what oh, had happened wow, there yes. is I had I had decided that I was going to pick an early round shock defeat for Sabalenka, and then I started going through the draw, and I was like, wait, I can't actually imagine anyone going through to the final with this group of players, so I just had to pick one and run with it. <laughs> Oh God! So well, that was very smart. Yeah. So I'm, I still think it, if Alcaraz and Zviatek win, I'll be the ultimate champion. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say that the finals, at least, be Alcaraz Rune, and my women's final, I'm doing Sviontek against Mukova. And who do you think is gonna win? Sviontek. Actually, no, let's have some fun. You you two have gone for boring predictions with who's going to win it. Mukova's going to win the French Open. Have we? Yeah. Okay. Look where fun predictions got you the first time, Rob. Well, I had fun doing it, so <laughs> I'm happy. Well, you had so much fun, you want to change now your prediction. Well, no, I literally have to, like, change who I think is going to be in the final <laughs> because exactly. they're both not in the tournament. If you had done it right the first time, you wouldn't have to be changing it. Once again, I can't predict someone getting ill. <laughs> well, you should have. I should have. Okay. How? Yeah. 
Well, we did it. So you did not predict we illness. She wasn't gonna. <laughs> we predicted something was gonna happen. Oh, uh, I need to come up with like some sort of rudimentary point system to see who actually came out on top in this. Uh... We'll just give a a point for each one that was right. Okay. Anyway, so moving on to the quarterfinals, which ones are you most interested in? Um, well, I'm very interested in seeing Zviatek off. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be a really solid match. Um, Drama-wise, Zvitolina Savalenka. I mean, it's still going to be really good tennis, obviously, but I mean, it's the added tension. Mm. Um, on the men's side, oh, I think Alcara Tsitsipas is going to be really good. Mm. I'm not particularly interested in any of the other ones. I'm I'm interested to see if Rune v Rude can live up to last year's match. Mm. Um, other than that, obviously, yeah, Alcaraz sits a pass will be good. Um, yeah, and then really good. Svitolina Sabalenka, and also I think Mukova Pavlyuchenko will be a good one because both of them have sort of gone on unexpected runs. And I, I mean, watched, but, yeah, and also I watched uh, Mukova play the other day. And I decided that uh, she is my favourite ever tennis player. Oh, ever. Well, it's because my observation of uh, Mukova was basically, if you got my game style and how I like to play and then actually put it onto someone who is actually good at tennis. Okay. That would be Mukova. So that's why, like, she's my favourite. I actually haven't then seen her play. And I was like, oh. That could have been me if I was good. <laughs> and a woman. Yeah, but that aside. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, so obviously quarterfinals coming up. That's uh, going to be fun. Unfortunately, we, we won't be in Paris for that. Um, although, will you be in Paris next year mm. at least? I will be in Paris next year. Yeah. There we go. You help. You help to it now. Me and Dennis have done the hard work, setting up this podcast, doing daily Roland Garros episodes, so that like yeah. next year we're we're an established podcast with press passes, and you just like turn up, you like swan in, and you just like. Uh, yeah. My first time at Roland Garros and I'll have a press pass. I don't think that's going to happen. It'd be nice if that happens, but I don't think it <laughs> um, Yeah, we'll get press passes and we'll go just be able to sit wherever we want to sit. That'd be nice. Oh, and also, good, up in good, good news as well. I haven't yeah. got sunburnt this year. Oh, so you did wear SPF. I did, every day. Are you proud of me? That's good. Yeah, I am actually very proud. Yeah, I'm in a better state than I was last year. But you follow good advice. Yeah, and I also brought some uh, wavy new tennis clothing. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Of um, course you, you can very easily spend a lot of money in the Roland Garros shop. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. I Honestly, I, w I will dare you to go in there next year and not walk away with, like... A completely new tennis outfit or something. Oh, I actually would, because like the Wimbledon ones are so like boring. I mean, Wimbledon's but just white. In Roland Garros, like people. Yeah, exactly. It's boring, but 
people do like some interesting things for Roland Garros sometimes. Yeah, no, I've got some shorts and a t-shirt that are exactly the same pattern and color, so it's like quite. Oh, it's not it's not quite as dramatic as Tiafo's uh, um the Australian Open this year though with mm. the whole Mr Motivator look although that reference is probably lost on you yeah I don't know what that means but I love Tiafo so yeah yeah anything else to talk about well you tell me which has been your favorite match my favorite match it's 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 uh tricky uh, part of me wants to say Camilla Rosario against Anna Bogdan, but I know that that's just because it was the first match that I watched. And so I was sitting mm. there like, oh, my God, I'm at Roland Garros again. Yeah, <laughs> you were just happy to be there. Yeah. Obviously, Medvedev save off Wild was an exciting time. Mm. Um, uh, Monfils Baez, maybe, because of the atmosphere. Yeah. And maybe for a yeah. brief brief moment when I was at Sabalenka against Sloane Stevens last night. Okay, because... if you can only choose one, because you're like literally like listing all of the ones you've seen. Okay, if you want me to list all the ones I've seen, we'd be here a very long time. If you want to see what we actually... No, want, just one. Go, one go, favourite one. Go, go to our Instagram page and look at the highlights. And I've literally got a... a highlight thing i've seen all every the highlights. match we went to i've okay. seen it but i want the very best the favorite the favorite match which one did i have the best time if you could only like see one and then return home you're not seeing anything else i am gonna go with i'm gonna go with monfils against Baez. okay interesting choice it was that good then yeah. Well, what would you have expected me to say? I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't see them, so I don't know which one was the best one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the second week. I'm looking forward. I mean, we're one match away now, or two matches technically, um, from Alcaraz Djokovic. Do we think it's going to happen? Or, or will the or yeah. will the Alcaraz Djokovic thing just be another Rafa Roger at the U.S. Open? Uh, I don't know. I don't think neither of them are. <laughs> like they don't have like this rivalry. So, but it's just like a thing that everyone wants to happen, and it just never happens. No, I actually think it will happen. Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's just hopeful thinking. I think it will happen, but now I've said that, it probably is not going to happen. Yeah, we should use you as like a opposite like pre predictor. I really should have just predicted Zverev to win today, shouldn't I? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Do everyone a favor. I could have like somehow manifested Grigor Dimitrov away to a slam. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, can you imagine that? Yeah, Grigor Dimitrov winning a slam. That's never going to happen. That would be wild. I would love to see it happen. I'm not going to lie, but it's not going to happen. I've been to. I've been I'd love to, to see it too. I would have loved to have seen Dimitrov actually whilst out here because I, I have seen quite a lot of uh, good back, uh, one-handed backhands whilst out here. I saw Stan for Vrinka a couple of times. Oh, now well, that is a backhand. Hmm. Yeah, he has a beautiful backhand. Yeah, that was great watching uh, Stan Vrinka. 
Watched a bit of him against Kokinakis. Bit of him against Juan Pablo Varias. Hmm. I think that was his name. No, not Juan Pablo Varias. That's who Djokovic played. Who was it? Oh, it was Vinalas. Ramos Vinalas. That's who I saw him play. Because he beat him. It was good. It was on court 14. Hmm. It was great. Um, yeah. When you get there next year, what you need to do is uh, make sure you watch a match on court 14. Yeah. And watch okay. a match on <laughs> Simone Mathieu. They are the two best courts in the uh, whole complex. Because mm. court 14 is like this sort of sunken court, um, outdoor court. It's amazing. Um, and it just gets rammed because it's obviously just if you've got a day pass, you can go into it. And then also Simone Mathieu in the lower tier, it's like uh, reserve seating. But then the top tier um, is just benches for, um, like, if you've got a ground pass again. So it combines all elements of, like, a show court and an outdoor uh, court. Yeah, that's very nice. Right. It's an amazing... It's, Simone Mathieu is an amazing court. If I was a top-level pro and I was, I'd be wanting to start my run at Roland Garros every year on Simone Mathieu. <laughs> and here's for okay. dreaming yeah one day Rob yeah no I think it's more likely that we get to uh, the French Open with press passes than we do uh, <laughs> with, with, with player passes <laughs> well yeah that would never happen but yeah anything else we need to talk about I don't think so I mean not that I can think, but you're the one who's there. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm missing anything. But anyway, we'll be back in a week to review the whole tournament. So make sure that you watch some tennis for... Yeah, I'll try. Yeah. Watch the finals, at least. Yeah, I'll try to watch the finals. I'm yeah. sure they'll be really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think I think that's it. I think we can wrap up. So let's wrap up in an ordinary fashion. So thank you for listening. We have a Twitter and an Instagram, both of them at Unseeded Pod. We have an email address, which is unseededpod at gmail.com. Remember to rate and view, review us on whichever podcast platform you use and subscribe to us as well. That would be nice. Thank you for listening and see you next week and not to, not tomorrow, which I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to enjoy the, the lack of stress for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Week now. Yeah. And we're obviously welcome back for. Thank you. Yeah. Good to be back. Um, and also my appreciation for Dennis for stepping in. Yes, in in your place due to your absence. <laughs> and him being there. And him being here as well. <laughs> That's helped. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.